You are now on air. Good morning and welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It is Wednesday, the 10th of October, 2018. Um, this is episode, actually episode number 45. So thank you for joining. I am Edwin Frondozo, the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It's a live t- live radio type call-in show where I speak to business leaders, subject matter experts, and thought leaders to discuss the latest innovations, current events, or best practices that will help you personally and professionally grow. This episode is brought to you by Slingshot VoIP, a leader in business voice AI technologies that help companies understand what the customers are saying when they're calling in. Thank you for joining us today. Happy Hump Day. Super excited to introduce my co-host. My co-host today is Heidi Allen. She is the founder and president of the Positive People Army. Um, she She's done many things. I'm really excited to have her because she's had an interesting career where she, you know, was a store owner, a wedding gown store owner. She was a lifestyle editor. She worked for popular wedding magazines. I mean, I'm so pumped to have her join me on the show and, and really to talk about, you know, our mindset and, and what basically the topic, what we thought would be the best is what is positivity and how can having a positive mindset lead to success, success in everything in our lives when it comes to work and obviously our personal life. If you are joining us live, um, we'd love to hear from you. Send a message directly in the browser. Let us know where you're coming from. Uh, If you have any questions for us, type it in there. And obviously with dialogue, we could have you join our conversation. So if you have any stories that you'd like to share or if something's really resonating uh, with what we're saying, uh, we'd love to have you join us. Um, you could hit the go live or join the conversation in the browser. Just let me uh, send send me a note as well. Let me know that you're you're looking to join, and we'll definitely get to that. Heidi, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you, Edwin? Thanks for having me on. Well, you're welcome. I'm I'm super I'm super pumped to have you. I was I was thinking earlier this morning I uh, that I was having you on the show. And I was walking home from my daycare. I live in downtown Toronto, close to a park called Grange Park. And it's beautiful today. And I was just walking home. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stay in the park and, and do like a 10-minute. So I, I have this like seven-minute workout app. And I was like, ah, oh, finished a seven-minute workout. I'm like, oh, I feel amazing. And I was thinking about you and, and wondering how, how, how that really reflects to sort of your mindset and that. So, yeah, no, it, it, it's great. No, totally. I I love that you start your day off that way. I love that you start your day, you know, out and you're outside and it is, I'm in Toronto as well, in the east end of Toronto, but starting your day with just the outside, with exercise, with that positive mindset, a mindset that is always in a place of gratitude is always, it's going to resonate for the rest of your day, which is fantastic. Yeah, no, it's it's great. It's great. I I try to I, I try to do a morning a morning routine, um, and I've tried to do it before my daughter wakes up because I take care of my daughter. My my wife uh, leaves early for work, um, but lately, and maybe it's because it's just the change of seasons. I've been sleeping in with my daughter, <laughs> so I try to I try to get my workout before and and my routine before I start my day. But uh, it's been great. Let's just get into it, Heidi. Um, and I'm really curious to know what you think or maybe what's out there. What what do people think, you know, quote unquote, being positive means? 
Oh my gosh, I love this question more than anything else because there are so many people that truly believe that being positive means that you're just this happy-go-lucky person, that you're just always happy, you're always smiling. And yes, that is a portion of it. It is a part of it. But being a positive motion, Edwin, really has to do with understanding and leaning into every single emotion that exists in your day. So these are even the hard ones. These are the moments of, you know, sadness, frustration, stress. And then, of course, we go to the other side with happiness, joy, gratitude. But it's leaning into all of it to have an awareness of it. Because what you need to do is you need to make sure that everything that you're doing, it's all about your reaction to what you're going through and the awareness that it is existing in your day. So if you're like driving to work, you're driving to work, and of course, both of us live in Toronto, mm -hmm. and driving to work, and we have to endure on most days, traffic. And traffic is one of those things that for most people, it causes stress in our life. It causes us stress, which then when you when you let that stress consume you and it turns into frustration or anger or sadness or whatever it is, and you continue those emotions throughout the rest of the day. So you show up, what do you do? You start complaining about the traffic and I'm just so angry. I just can't stand this city or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. so it is having and why I'm why I'm even bringing up this emotion is because it's having an awareness of it. So the moment that those emotions come in and you can feel the stress bubbling, you can feel the anger, whatever it is, it's having an awareness of it to then change it and react in a different way. That's positivity. Positivity is reacting now to go, okay, you know what? I 100% know that I am stressed and angry right now, but I have a choice how I'm going to react to it. I can continue and stay in this foul mood, and that generally leads to a very negative day, or you can shift it and go, okay, I have an awareness that this is happening, which of course awareness is the doorway to emotional intelligence. I have an awareness that this is existing. What can I do in this moment? I'm gonna tap into my emotional toolbox that I've already got ready for myself, which is I'm gonna turn on the radio, I'm gonna turn on my favorite music that's gonna inspire me. I like to do this thing in traffic, Edwin, that is so funny, I do, it's one of these things where I literally do um, a scavenger hunt in the car. Mm -hmm. And I start and I'm like, okay, scavenger hunt. Look for the cutest thing you've ever seen in your life. And you kind of look around as you're driving. You see a woman walking with the cutest little puppy. Ha ha, there is one. Okay, now you got to look for the most beautiful thing. Oh my gosh, like look at those planters that are still in bloom and we're in October. So it's changing and shifting Whatever you're in, that's what positivity is. I know that was like a super long answer. No, no, but, <laughs> but it's like it's that that's all it is, is the awareness and leaning into every single emotion that's happening. I love, I love it. it. I actually, actually have I have a story, story on this shit. Um let me see. I get feedback. Are you hearing feedback, Heidi? No, no, I don't hear feedback. That's weird. I am. But anyways, um, I was just thinking about a story. I had some guests over two nights ago. It was a holiday here on Monday up here in Canada, actually, entire Canada. We had friends over and I, I went to go pick up food and I came home and my wife is like, our sink is leaking. 
I'm like, oh my god, this it can't be happening right now. So I take a look, and I'm like, oh man, it's uh, we need to get it fixed. We need to get a plumber. It's a holiday. We don't know what to do. Our dishes are all because we don't have a dishwasher. But so we have a dishwasher. But what was happening is we were still trying to, you know, dishwash. We had a bucket, and I guess my friend caught me saying something to my wife, and I'm like, you know what? The good news is that we're actually learning how to use less water as we do this. <laughs> So, so I turned, I turned the pot, I, I found something positive and my friend and, and she's from New York. She's like, I really like this conversation you're having here because, you, you know, instead of being upset or frustrated about this dishwasher or like, this is total nightmare. What's happening when you have guests over, um, it was able to, able to turn it around. And I, I think I, my, I might've just done that out of habit now. Right. I don't, I mean, maybe I do have an awareness, but some people to call me the most positive person they know. So I don't know how, how that comes to like, how does, how does, how does that come, come to come to being, I guess. Honestly, it's, it's, it's the easiest thing. It's just practice. Every mm -hmm. single thing in life, it comes down to practicing, you know, how you're thinking, what you're saying and shifting the way you're thinking. You know, there's like, honestly, it is, it's a perspective training that you have to start going through. What you did in that moment was you shifted your perspective in that you are going to react in a completely different way. And so many of us, what happens, um, especially with perspective, is perspective shows up and it's a narrowed perspective and it shows up from our past. So what happens is in every single scenario, the moment that a past memory comes into it, it reminds you of something, you, you know, you've been here before, whatever it is, that's a narrowed perspective that is coming in. The perfect example of that, Edwin, is when someone is having a baby mm -hmm. and someone says, you know, I'm thinking of naming my baby Jason. And the other person says, oh my gosh, do not name your baby Jason. I went to school with a Jason and that he was the worst person. You can't name your baby Jason. That is a complete narrowed perspective. How on earth would this new little baby that's going to be called Jason have anything to do with the person that you just went to school with? But it's a matter of like that moment that that past experience, whatever it is, shows up and you react in the exact same way that you did in the past. So what happens is, again, we go back to that awareness. The moment that that happens, like that person says, oh, my gosh, you can't name him Jason. I went to school with a Jason. But then it's like having the awareness of, huh, no, it really doesn't matter because this is a completely different person. Your baby's going to be amazing because you guys are amazing. And I know your child, you're going to bring that child up and they're going to be the greatest thing ever. See, it's practicing a new way of reacting and letting go of all of this past that exists within us and kind of messes us up on on a lot of cases. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And and sometimes, and before, I'm just going to hold that thought. If you are just joining us live, what we're talking about is is what what is positivity and 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 you know having a positive mindset and how it could lead us to to success. Specifically, right now is like just memories from the past. So Heidi, some of these memories and from some some people I've spoken to on the show, some of these could be buried down as well in the subconscious. Like, like, 
and you don't even know that it's affecting you, right? Some people just are just reacting on autopilot, right? So there's one thing that I do within the family. My daughter's only two, but I I really before we all sleep, I always say, let's what are we thankful for today? I'm I'm trying to make that habit as well. And my daughter says the funniest things, and probably I can't share it here, but 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 she is going through that thankness. So I'm wondering, you know, does being grateful actually change change us, make us more happy, make us more positive? I love that you have, I love that you do that um, practice every single evening and it's an incredible practice. Um, I love that you're saying it out loud because we need to remember that um, we are all energy, every single one of us. So putting that out there is energy that you're putting out. Another great way to practice this and, you know, just to go back on what you said, you know, there are a lot of things that are buried deep inside. Mm -hmm. Journaling can do the same thing. There are two powerful ways. One is to journal it, which is to write it out. And the other is to say it. So don't just think it, but say it out loud or write it. But gratitude is one of those things that can completely shift us on epic proportions is how it can change our lives. In 2003, there is um, a leading, leading expert in gratitude. His name is Robert Emmons. There are probably many of your listeners that have read his stuff, have heard of him. He is a leading, leading gratitude expert. In 2003, he did a study on gratitude. He did it with university students. And these were students that journaled on a regular basis. And when he asked them over a 10-week period, he had one group do nothing but write everything they were grateful for. The second group, he had them just, you know, complain literally about everything that had gone on. And then the third group, he didn't really give them instructions. He said, you guys just keep on journaling. Mm -hmm. The first group, you know, they journaled things, you know, like, you know, I, I love sunsets, you know, I'm, you know, I'm so grateful for my family. I'm so grateful, you know, to be in school for my grades. The people that complained, complained about everything from traffic to burning their macaroni and cheese to like anything they could think of, they complained. After a 10 week period, he then um, tested all three groups. The group that for 10 weeks straight did nothing but write about what they were grateful for, had a 25% increase in their happiness. 25% just by writing out what they were grateful for. Wow. So imagine, this is only over a 10 week period. Can you imagine if you do this for 52 weeks a year? If yep. you're 25% happier after 10, this is mind blowing research. And like it is proven time and time again that just the act of being grateful, and it doesn't have to be for ginormous things in your life, it can be for the simplest things ever. It can just be, I am so grateful that I had a chai tea latte today. Just having that gratitude, continually putting that energy out, shifts your happiness. It's proven. No, it, it's it's that's great, and it was reminding me of um, I recently interviewed um, one of these happiness uh, thought leaders, Anil Gupta. He's from the he's from the U.S. He was actually up here in Toronto a couple of weeks ago. I had I had the opportunity to meet with him. It's it hasn't aired yet, but uh, he did this exercise with me in real life. He says, "Edwin, look down at your hands. You know, if you did that, Heidi or anyone listening, if you look down at your hands, look at it, and then you turn it around, and he's like." When's the last time you thanked your hands? Mm -hmm. And what what would you do to get those hands back? You know, these th these hands have done everything for you your whole life. 
mm-hmm. and we never thank our hands. So it was like it was really powerful. I remember, I remember just getting this overwhelming feeling, and when just like, yeah, that's right, I sh- should just be thanking my hands every day. <laughs> like, you're like how am I gonna type? But, <laughs> but, I, but I, the the most amazing thing about gratitude as well, Edwin, is the fact that um, gratitude is one of these emotions that you can pull yourself out of the darkest moments in your life with gratitude. I do this practice um, with some of the PPA members and I call it the gratitude defibrillator. (laughs) That's a hard word, but it's one of those things. And I, I don't recommend that people do this on a regular basis because it is emotionally jarring when you do it. But for those people that are going through the darkest moments, you have like the darkest day, you've had really bad news, um, you know, you've had a you've had a huge setback, whatever it is in your life. And the practice is to think of three different things. So, and you can add as many as you want, depending on how much you need to pull yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. But think about, you know, you have a house. So where you live, if it's an apartment, a condo, a house, it doesn't matter. I want you to think about your house. I want you to think about your job. And I want you to think about your family. So when you think about your house, you look, you literally envision it in your mind, every single room, what you love about it, everything else. And then I'm going to tell you that it no longer exists. Mm -hmm. And you sit with that, that you no longer have that you're homeless. Then the next thing you think about is just your family. Go through every single person in your family and think about how wonderful they are. And now take them away and sit in all of this where every single thing that means something to you in your life is gone. And it's quite devastating to go through that emotion when you literally envision that nothing like this even exists in your life. And then to stop in that moment and now go back and put everything back in your life. So put your house back in your life, put your job back in your life, put your family back in your life. And it's unbelievable when this practice is done with another person, when someone almost like a meditation talks them through what that emotion is, it is the defibrillator and it comes from a place of gratitude. And it can take you out of the darkest moments of your life by truly practicing it properly. Wow, that's I mean, that sounds like definitely you could bring you back to life. I mean, it's it sounds like it's almost even scary. Uh, I mean, outside looking in, it could be a scary exercise exercise if you haven't even thought about, you know, um, that mindset or or the things around you that you've Mm -hmm. taken for granted. Right. Um, Especially if you haven't said thank you or I love you to the people around you in weeks or years. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a. that's an amazing practice. And thank you for sharing that. I I really appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. It it really does. And and there are like, I, I've I've done this practice, you know, with several people that are in the darkest places of their life. And and they say those things. They're like, you know, I just like, I just, I don't know if I can keep going. Like, I'm just so devastated. I'm so upset. And I'm like, okay, we're going to go through this practice and you're going to come back out of it. And by the end of it, They are in such a place of gratitude for what they have that they are now able to go forward and gratitude can do that. It's, it's absolutely amazing. I always say to people in, in the positive people army, you know, having a positive mindset and leading a positive life is not rocket science. It isn't, there's nothing about it. That's rocket science. You know, having a practice of gratitude can happen at any time, but it's, 
it's continually making that habit happen in your life. Um, there are a few ways I tell people to even bring it into their life to start practicing. Because they're like, I just don't have the time. It's it's always the same thing that I hear. I just don't have the time. I mean, when am I supposed to be journaling gratitude? When am I supposed to be doing that? And I always say to them, do you go to the bathroom? And they're like, yes. <laughs> Every single time you go to the bathroom, you're there for at least a minute, or if you're my husband, sometimes several minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but every time you're there, say one to three things that you're grateful for. Just, you have to go there several times a day, so practice it. And that is how you can easily make that habit happen in your life. Also, we all have passwords. Change your passwords to something that's of gratitude. I love that. I'm grateful, whatever it is. So there are super simple ways that we can bring positivity and gratitude into our life. Because the moment that we bring those things in, just the fact that I told you over a 10-week period, if you do it, you're 25% happier. You 25% happier leads only to success in your life. In every portion of it will only be successful. No, I love it. I love it. I, I, and it's a great practice. And what I was thinking right now is even like simple things like change the screen on your on your iPhone or your on your mobile phone and, and put the things you're grateful for. I mean, it's just, I'm almost guaranteed everyone listening right now probably turns on their phone at least 100 times a day. Imagine <laughs> imagine reading three grateful things here every 100 times a day. I mean, this might just accelerate it. I mean, Heidi, you might have to teach this in your ear, in your <laughs> army and let me know how that goes because I mean, it's true like just it's like a pattern interrupt if you do something like that as well because you're just mindfully looking at your phone you have no idea why. You don't even know why, you know, you don't even realize that you just turned it on but you know, use that as a as a tool as well. Um, other things that I was thinking is about um, when you look in the mirror or you go to the bathroom in the morning, just put a post-it note. What are you grateful for? Yes. Um, so, so, so simple. simple. You yeah. Know, I think it's fascinating. And when you said earlier that so many people say to you, you are such a positive person. So, like, I would love to know, why do you think you're a positive person? When people say that to you, are you ever shocked by it? Or are you like, Yes, I am. You know what? I do practice gratitude or, you know, because I, I do feel that I'm able to react in a different way and see a different perspective. Like, how do you react when someone says that to you? Oh, man, <laughs> that's a great question. I, uh, I I think I think it changes every day, Heidi. I mean, I mean, I do I do practice trying to always look at things being positive. But when someone says that to me, depending on the day, <laughs> I'll say thank you. Yes, thank you. I really appreciate that. I do work on it. Um, it it's something that you know I, I strive for because um, I posted on my Instagram story today, this morning after I did that seven minute workout. I was like, always just put positive vibes out there. Like, don't even complain. Don't even talk. Like, whatever. Just always try to focus on whatever, whatever's that. So I still sometimes take back taken back by that type of comment though Heidi because because we're all you know as being quote unquote positive person I'm not like I am I'm human I have bad days too and I have to think about um how to get myself out of it I do journaling like I rediscovered journaling for example at the beginning of this year I read morning pages where the journaling for those out there who never uh, heard of morning pages was written in the 70s um, by Julia Cameron and uh, the exercise of morning pages is to journal for three full pages as soon as you wake up so it's that subconscious 
um, thoughts or whatever your anxiety comes on your paper. And if you write down all these anxieties for two weeks at a time, you'll be like, I got to figure this out because this is what's making me unhappy. And uh, and I realized when I went through this, Heidi, I'm doing this exercise. I realized journaling was a big part of my life in my past life when I had bad years or dark times or really setbacks in my life. I, I looked back this year and I realized I actually turned to journaling a lot. And I, I didn't know that until this year or I didn't realize it. So so those are things that also help me, um, I guess, be quote unquote positive. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it's an interesting question. I never I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. No, it's so true. I, lo- I love that. Um, uh you you tried the morning pages journaling that that is a very intense journaling um it's not necessarily something i always recommend to people that are say just starting journaling it's a lot of work i mean it's pretty intense yeah you can also get lost in the negativity that is coming out of you um and so like i i always um you know, recommend for people, number one, to make sure that they're setting a time limit for their journaling, uh, because this is how people can get lost and kind of go down the rabbit hole a bit. Um, so you you really shouldn't be journaling for any longer than 15 minutes. In fact, in the beginning, I recommend that you only start for five minutes. Yeah, um, no, for sure. A lot, a lot of people in my in my circles or people I've spoken to, you know, I even recommend the five minute journal. But just really? just I just want to add, though, Heidi, I, I understand the negativity. But you know how I end my 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 uh, morning pages is with probably half a page of gratefulness Amazing. because because the, the idea of morning pages is you're right. It could go it could get really dark. Because the yes. things, because <laughs> the things that are bothering you are deep in there, and if you're doing it properly, the way Julia Cameron, you know, taught it, um, you're getting these things. Because if you write, if you write thoughts to paper without any judgment or criticizing, uh-huh. the true practice will get whatever is inside, and you're just supposed to write whatever and don't even judge, even if it's not even a perfect sentence. Who cares? Just write it down. Mm-hmm. It's nuts, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it is. No, I, I completely agree with you. Yes, it is. Um, Listen, I am such an advocate for journaling. I think it's so incredibly important. If, if you're going to understand yourself and really get to know yourself, I even recommend that people not only just journal, um, even if it's just what they're grateful for, and you know, in a five minute um, journal in the morning or at in the evening, but to have a meeting with themselves once a week. Like we make so many meetings and schedule ourselves for so much for, you know, doctors, appointments and going to the gym and extracurricular activities with our kids and you know all of these meetings that we have with friends and dinner parties and all of that but when was the last time you actually just had a meeting with yourself for one hour just schedule yourself and this is not this is not getting a massage this is not you know going and getting your nails done this is just meeting with yourself to figure out, because I there's so many people in the positive people army. We talk about this a lot. We talk about people. They, you know, they they talk about. I just don't know what I should be doing. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know how you know I can become happier. I don't know what I should be doing with the rest of my life. All of us are walking around. Every single person. It doesn't matter who you are. We all have questions that we're going through. Whatever it is, even if it's just that you want to change your job, or you know, like even if you want to start taking an extracurricular class. So it's sitting down once a week and having that meeting 
to get to know yourself and ask yourself questions and then answer just like you were almost even doing an interview with yourself. I have to tell you, it's about the most incredible thing that you will ever give yourself um, as a gift. The fact that you've given yourself that time and you'll get to know yourself. And then that awareness that we keep talking about, about understanding why we're reacting in certain ways to certain situations, you're going to start to figure it out because you'll really start to understand yourself. So these these meetings with yourself, I mean, it's it's similar to, um, and I, and I want to get your thoughts or how you structure these things for someone who's just hearing this themselves. It's almost similar to the, the practice that Julia Cameron talks about where she says to set an artist date for yourself mm-hmm. and, and something that you may have always said to yourself you would do. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're too busy or we do that. And then it just has to let yourself go and, and be free in that moment and, and do those type of things. Is that sort of similar or is it there's more structure in these type of meetings? Um, there is. Like a lot of times, like I, I always have people, especially if you're first starting it, it's mm-hmm. like just sit down and start writing out what do you love? What do you hate? What are your likes? What are your dislikes? It's shocking how many people don't even know the, the answers to those questions. And it's their own selves. And they really don't. Like if they were to sit down and write out right now, you know, say they, they have a corporate job. They're in a corporate job in an office. But if they were to sit down and write down things that they love in life, what would be the answers to that? Is what they love sitting behind a desk? Is what they love is walking in nature? Maybe it's baking. Maybe it's, you know, what they love is constantly being around people. And yet the way they work isn't that. So it's really trying to understand all of that. And then once you start doing this, the greatest thing is as you end every single meeting, you have to put questions out there and ask for the answers for the right people and for the opportunities to start coming into your life. Because we're all energy. Both of us have said that in this, this conversation that we're having today. All that energy we put out there. So number one, you start putting that out into the universe. The way I look at the universe, Edwin, is yeah. I look at it like it's a magic genie. And every time <laughs> I put something out there, the magic genie says, your wish is my command. Yep. So all of a sudden, you will start to notice. I know when I started these meetings with myself, all of a sudden, it was like these incredible conversations would start with people. And I would say, huh, what made you just tell me that? And they're like, I don't know. Blah, blah, and they'll keep going on. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, I actually asked that question out to the universe and you just gave me the answer. Not only that, every time we go to sleep at night, our brains are chock full of so much information and experiences that we've had. And if we put those questions out, our brain, we've just given it a job while we're sleeping. Have you ever noticed that sometimes you're like, I just wish I had the answer to this. I wish I had the answer to this. And you've gone to bed and the next day you've woken up and you've gone, oh my God, why didn't I think of that yesterday? Because your brain got to work putting together all the experiences, all the information that you've had in your past, and literally the answer will come. So it's about constantly putting everything down, asking questions, and then letting the universe do its job. No, I love that. And and, it's super important. And I think all the practices that you and I had already discussed is – you know, whether you're saying it out loud in terms of your gratefulness or writing it down for 
for 10 weeks. That's putting things out there to the universe. Yeah, I mean, keeping things in your mind does goes nowhere. And it, it's hard to let go, right? And it's hard for anyone to know uh, about that stuff. So yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree. I just want to say if you are just joining us live, um, what we're talking about is I <laughs> really positivity, how we could change ourselves and how we could be more successful by changing the way the way we think. So if you have any comments, questions for for Heidi or myself, love to hear from you. Um, if you have any stories or any practices you'd love to share with us live, sure, join the conversation. Press the button. Um, press the button in the browser. Um, Heidi, I'm wondering, you know, as we talk about all these practices, can shifting our perspective also help? You know, basically foster more positive relationships in our lives. Oh my gosh, 100%. Um, I mean, everyone always says, you know, uh, you can't know anyone until you've walked a mile in their shoes. Mm -hmm. But it's a matter of, you know, truly listening to someone's perspective. And there's two different ways that we can do that. One is, you know, the moment that um, we have empathy in a situation for someone. So, you know, we have an opinion on something, you know, we're having a dialogue with someone, we have an opinion, they have an opinion, but it's a matter of stepping back. And I say that constantly, it's a matter of stepping back out of your own conversation, your own opinion, your own dialogue, and listening to. It's that active listening. Not just listening, you know, getting ready to tell your next point for them to listen to your opinion, but stepping back and giving space for that person to give you whatever their dialogue is and trying to understand. And I always do this. It's like, you know, I always sit there and when someone is going on, it's like, okay, I'm going to do everything in my power right now to only focus on how, where you are coming from to understand and get your perspective. The moment that we are able to do that with other people to understand where they are coming from in an empathetic way, that's going to foster relationships because now we're not arguing and we're not just leading from our own perspective and our own opinion, but we're giving space to understand where they're coming from. That That's one way of just putting yourself in someone else's shoes. The second way of perspective is literally stepping back and giving space for that person to almost give you so much information and, and so much of their opinion that not only can you still have your own, but now you can easily even take on theirs where you're like, oh my gosh, I've never seen it that way. And thank you for that. Because now I have a completely different perspective on something that I've only ever seen it one way. And now I can do that. And I mean, this happens a lot when it comes to like politics or religion or anything like that. Being able to just letting go of our ego and understanding where the other person is coming from. Anytime that we can have those empathetic relationships and that active listening can actually occur, relationships are only ever going to increase. Always. No, I, we're not I, arguing anymore. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's, it's totally true. And I mean, both parts, the one and two, and really being empathetic. Like I've been, I, I always, I always describe myself when I'm, when I'm introducing people, uh, introducing myself to people that I'm a, I'm a two, I'm a two year old father. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I call it the uh, terrific twos, but <laughs> really, but that's the positive side of me. Right. Yeah. But, um, it's really just, 
letting go of me being a parent, an adult, or someone who knows everything in life, because I got to put myself in my daughter's shoes, who's really learning. Everything is brand new. And maybe she cannot communicate everything properly. And the, the moment that a parent or an adult tries to say, no, listen to me because I'm better, that's coming from the ego side versus, you know, this little human being is trying to communicate with me. Why don't I listen to them and keep, you know, asking them more questions or agreeing or is this what's, what's really bothering you? And it's amazing. I talk about it a lot when I go to events or when I'm, when I'm speaking about listening, you know, how to, how to build, you know, build your business by networking, just by listening and really understanding, like you said, like step back. So I really appreciate how, how you talked about that and building relationships. And it's something even, even within my, you know, even with my wife and myself, like we come from different backgrounds. She's Eastern European. So she's really direct. And I'm, I guess a little more, um, I guess what she calls me is more emotional and sensitive. <laughs> so, so it's taking me a while to figure out, you know what, doesn't mean she's, doesn't mean she's trying to be mean. She just gets to the point right away versus, so I really, I really like that. And, and you know what, I am, I'm having a blast today. This is, this is great. I got to give a shout out to Carol who connected us for sure. So, uh, Carol, if you're listening live or on the replay let us know thank you for connecting Heidi and, and myself because because this is something that you know it's really close to home um, in terms of myself and and my life and hopefully for the listeners out there this is something you're, you're getting something from this conversation mm-hmm. and obviously let us know if you have any questions whether it's live on the replay reach out to myself and Heidi we'd love to hear from you um, just so just before we slowly wrap up, Heidi, I'd like to get some final tips that you could share to the listeners out there when it comes to, um, you know, just being positive or, or changing, changing something, just some tangible steps. Yeah, no, you know, you actually, um, you reminded me of something uh, that, that the fact that you call your daughter is going through the terrific two. Um, and that's the key component there is what is your dialogue? What is your dialogue that is occurring on a regular basis? Because, you know, you could say the terrible twos. And I always say, you know, it very much, I'll go back. If the universe is, you know, that magic genie, your wish is my command. So if you're walking around and energetically, the dialogue that you are saying are negative terms you know are you are you saying this out loud and then again it's like let's let's even talk about what is the inner dialogue that is happening and does your inner dialogue match your outer dialogue so you know if you're saying you know that oh my gosh i'm I'm gonna go out i'm gonna start my own business it's gonna be super successful and then your (laughs) inner dialogue in your head is saying are you sure about that? You know, you're, you're pretty lazy and, you know, you generally give up on things easily. What inner dialogue does it match? And this is why, you know, in, in a great way, journaling is such a, a key component in this because I call them blurts. So when you're journaling and you're journaling, you know, I am so grateful that my business is going to be so successful. And then that inner dialogue starts chiming in. And it starts chiming in that, you know, you always give up on everything you try. You're never going to make it. I always say to people, 
write that down as well. Mm -hmm. Write it down. That's called a blurt. And then what I want you to do is I want you to draw a circle around it because that is the wall. That is almost like the trash can. It's whatever you want to envision it. It is. It's like, okay, inner dialogue. I have an awareness that you've just said this to me. Right. I it. But now I'm going to write something again that I'm going to believe. So it's, then you can just say, I am giving myself enough time and energy and I'm going to be tapping into the right people that are going to help me with opportunities for my business to be successful. And then sit for a second. Did the blurt pop up again? Did the inner dialogue pop up again? Probably not. Because now you've just said something that is believable to yourself. So it's always trying to match that outer and inner dialogue because what happens in a lot of cases that inner dialogue will start with, you know, you're not smart enough, you know, you're, you're not savvy enough, you know, whatever it is. And then it goes into that negative cyclone and it repeats and it repeats and it repeats in your head and you start believing it. And so then it just sabotages anything that is happening. So, so one of the key components and Edwin, you are the inspiration for this. I want <laughs> everyone to remember that example that it's not the terrible twos it's the terrific twos so <laughs> it's about choosing the right vocabulary that we're using on a regular basis you know if you drive into work and the traffic was awful you can complain about that again negative energy look at the words that you're saying out loud instead you could be like well, you know what? It took me a long time to get here because there was a lot of traffic, but my God, I did this like um, beautiful scavenger hunt and I saw this super cute little puppy and I saw, you know, all the planters and has anyone noticed that it's a gorgeous day outside today? So mm -hmm. what is the dialogue and the vocabulary that you're having? And that's probably, Edwin, one of the most important things that we have to do to shift ourselves into a positive mindset. Yeah, no, for sure. Language is so important. And it, and it, it I never got it before, but my father used to, it's a, it's a lesson I learned from my father because he used to always tell me, you know, the words you say is powerful. And I used to think, of course, I'm smarter than my dad. I'm like, yeah, whatever, it's just words. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, it's definitely it's definitely really powerful, and uh, it's something I'm more I guess having a podcast, you know, really focus on language and words really helps me focus on on the type of language that I'm putting out there to the universe, right? And and it's and it's in regular discussions, right? It's it happens all the time, and I and I'm trying to practice that as well. So for those listening. Try to listen to the words you're saying to the to your coworkers or the people oh. that you that work with you. It's and even if you're quote unquote joking, you're putting it out there. So, yeah. So Honestly, I, I I seriously want all of your listeners to just to think of the universe, everything you're saying. The universe is saying your wish is my command. So you get up in the morning and you're running late and you're like, oh my god, this is gonna be the worst day of my life. Yes. You know? then the universe is going to say to you, your wish, my command. I love so that. Really watch what you're saying out loud. And again, and it has to go back to the inner dialogue. Make sure the two are matching. I love that. Heidi, uh, as, as mentioned, I'm loving this conversation. I definitely invite you to come back to the show and co-host and we could talk about different tangible things or exercises that we could, you know, give listeners to, to really improve their day because definitely this is something that 
that really resonates with me and my lifestyle and I'd love to share that more. But can you share with the listeners where we could find more information about you, um, the Positive People Army, or anything else you'd like to like to put out to Edwin's universe? <laughs> oh gosh, thank you. You're the best. So everyone can find us at uh, positivepeoplearmy.com. Uh, incredible website. There's lots of new, we have new workshops that are coming up that you can sign up for. They're all online uh, because the PPA is global. Uh, we do try to do some things online. We have an incredible retreat that you can sign up. You can come to Cuba with the PPA. Can you imagine just hanging out for a week with positive people oh my um, gosh i might get drunk on positivity exactly <laughs> and it's like there's workshops that we have so it's like this incredible retreat that we're going on we also have a leadership seminar that's coming up the end of november so positivepeoplearmy.com there's lots of ways you can sign up for the membership there's weekly um letters that go out emails that go out today the, the email that went out to our ppa membership i actually highlighted there's so many entrepreneurs in the ppa and i highlighted a pretty outstanding 14 year old girl from nova scotia who started um, her own business called links of love it's amazing so i do things like that we send stuff like that it's always about we call it it's not pay it forward we call it hashtag PPA it forward. Um, but you can also find us on Facebook. We have a massive group with thousands upon thousands of people from all over the world um, that are supportive and posting. So Positive People Army, it is a Facebook group. Definitely come and join us. Check it out. It, it'll be worth it. You will meet the most incredible people. And there are people that come into the, the Facebook group that will say sometimes, I'm just having a bad day, guys. Can you help me out? And hundreds of people will come in support to that one person. I've never seen such a Base. It's so safe and positive and inspiring and motivating. And so there are a lot of PPA members now. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. That's awesome. Heidi, I just joined it. Um, I put the link to your website in the in the dialogue browser. I love how we use the word dialogue many times in this conversation. I'm going to give a shout out to the dialogue team, let them know that that we, no pun intended, but it's a, it totally, it totally worked out. But Heidi, again, I am so grateful for you, all the work you're doing. So, so definitely keep it up. Again, love to have you on the show in the near future. But uh, have a fantastic day. Yes, you as well, Edwin. Thank you so much. And Carol, I agree. I'm so glad she connected the two of us. Edwin, you are an incredibly positive person. I am so grateful to have met you. Awesome. Thank you again. And we'll talk soon. Okay. Bye now. Bye. This was the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It's an almost daily show, so be sure to catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, and if you haven't done so yet, please be sure to check out my podcast. It's called the Business Leadership Podcast, where I sit down with business leaders to discuss their personal journey and experience of business leadership. New episode drops every Tuesday. You could catch it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. But that's a wrap. Happy Wednesday. Stay positive. Happy Positive Hump Day, everyone. Have a fantastic week. Edwin signing off.